Welcome to this special episode featuring Uganda. I'm Mark Tyler, president of 360Serve. I'm sure you noticed the title that we've given to this episode, Cannibalism. I never thought that we would have an episode on cannibalism, but the things that have transpired in Uganda, they've been quite amazing over these last few months, especially since we aired the episodes featuring Uganda. I just want to thank so many of you for praying and for giving to this movement that's taking place in Uganda. We're going to jump right into this episode and allow you to hear the latest, really breaking news from Uganda with my interview with Pastor Daniel. I pray this will move your heart. It may break your heart. I I believe it will. So here we go into today's episode on cannibalism. It is great to be back with Pastor Daniel from Uganda, and it has been uh, quite an exciting time since we aired these different episodes featuring Pastor Daniel and the story of Uganda. Thank you so much. I just want to thank our listeners, supporters. So many of you have been praying for God's work in Uganda. So many of you have given extra gifts, and we've been able to get that to Pastor Daniel, and exciting things, great things are happening in Uganda. And there's one uh, story, incident, uh, that I want to just, we're interviewing Daniel to get the story right from his mouth so that we can bring you, uh, make you aware of this, and so that we can pray for this. And uh, so, Daniel, I just want to thank you for being with us. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, Pastor Mark. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, I'm going to let you just kind of tell the story, Daniel, of what uh, is taking place uh, through COVID-19, you know, in this season. Uh, You had shared with me a bit ago about just something that you had become aware of, kind of a dark thing taking place in an area of Uganda. And I'm going to let you kind of describe that, what that was. And then we came alongside and we've helped fund this, and yet there's a backstory to all of this. And so I'm just going to let you take it away. Tell us a little bit about what has been happening. Thank you, Pastor Mark. Uh, Thank you, all our viewers. Foremost, I want to thank God so much for, uh, for your prayers and for the support that is being received in the country of Uganda whereby God has surely used you uh, in a way that I cannot even explain that uh, the support has helped to transform lives of people in our country. And uh, pastors and leaders have been blessed through uh, the uh, church planting movement in our country. And uh, within this period of COVID-19, we really felt like God was talking to us more about a certain place in Uganda where there was a lot of witchcraft. And we call this place a uh, a dark district. And not a district, but a region where people practice uh, cannibalism, and not only cannibalism, but uh, also witchcraft, and it is the center in our country. It is a region where each and every kind of spirit is being practiced. In other words, here we call it the headquarters of the demonic 
headquarters in our country where uh, people go for spiritual power, darkness, and uh, people go down there to be able to be uh, to be filled not with the spirit of God, but with the power of darkness. So we just felt it like God was leading us to go and plant more churches in this region. And I remember sharing this with Pastor Mark. And uh, after our sharing, Pastor Mark uh, felt like helping into this great work. And by God's grace, we were able to go and survey. We had a spiritual mapping into this area. And we visited this area several times, trying to see what the Lord was leading us and where exactly the Lord was leading us to go. And through your support, through your blessings and the gifts, we have been able to go into this dark place. And I have a story to share. I have a story that is uh, visible uh, that uh, we have seen with our own eyes. And now this is part of what I'm going to be sharing with you today. So it's been such a privilege that I've been on this mission trip since the COVID-19 and God has led us into this place and it has been uh, a blessing to hear what you're going to be hearing from now. Amen, Daniel. Wow. And uh, I've been hearing bits and pieces of this as you've been sharing, as we've been texting and talking. And uh, so, boy, let us know. I mean, it's it's hard for us to comprehend that cannibalism is taking place. I know that this uh, community is absolutely terrified, especially women and children. They're afraid to go out at night to be kidnapped. And uh, that's the environment in this community. So I know that you've identified a pastor. His name is Isaac. We've been praying for him. We're going to continue to pray for him. Tell us a little bit about Isaac and just what has transpired and the backdrop to what you've discovered. Yeah, Isaac is the pastor that we are going to be planting uh, actually a few weeks from now because uh, of your support. And uh, Isaac has been uh, in the church movement for some good time. He's married and he has children and uh, uh, he's ready to go and be able to do this kind of work. But foremost, Isaac is born within this region and uh, he knows much about this region because his parents and his relatives live within this region. But uh, as we were sharing, we came to realize that Isaac was going to be the best person because of the culture. He knows these people. He knows this culture. He has been there. He knows each and every dot uh, into uh, about this area. So we shared with Isaac about going into this dark place. And uh, Isaac took us over there. Uh, and when we went there for our first time, we went into this area trying to search for a place where a church can be established. And uh, foremost is that we went into this region and we tried to ask people where would plant a church. But surprisingly, everybody was telling us that there was no church in this area. 
they told us that if at all you are going to come and bring a planter church in this area, it's going to be a blessing in this area. That was our first time to go. And uh, spending some other weeks, because we had to wait on, then we went back another time just to study and to pray and to feel uh, in the spirit what the Lord was leading us to do. So we are trying to uh, talk with some of the uh, local leaders in this area to be able to know more about the land in this area. And the local leaders told us that if at all you are bringing a church in this place, it will be a blessing because the church is needed. We had never known Pastor Mark uh, that there, there was no church. And the church and everyone was like, wow, this is just going to be a blessing for us because we go through different challenges in this area. The cannibalism in the area, witchcraft in the area, child sacrifice in this area, animals are being sacrificed and uh, a lot of darkness. People come in the night and they... Uh, uh, people come in the night and they dance around the houses through witchcraft in the midst of the night. You only hear people running uh, around the house and you, you only hear people walking. But as they walk, people were telling us that as they walk, they, they have some human bones into their waists and they have them as a sign that they do eat the fresh of the people and you cannot see them physically but they walk in the wind they you just they have that speed in a swift by the blink of an eye you just see like a tornado you just see like a wind running in thousands and thousands of kilometers away and when you see them they say they believe that you cannot see them physically and leave so so they started narrating this story to us and they but we had ever heard about all these stories as we are being grown up as young children they used to tell us that when you go to this region this cannibalism takes place but we had never experienced this physically so now the chairperson the leaders in this community the community members told us some of the stories and they told us that please you are most welcome if you are coming to plant a church here. We shall be part of the church. Uh, of the church, uh, we shall be church members when you decide to come, and we, it will be a blessing for us to be able to be set free because we go through a lot of demonic torture in the night during day. Our children, and there is a lot of uh, uh, people run crazy, lunatic. And we saw them, we saw them in a place, in a certain place where we were. And we saw all these girls because of witchcraft, they ran crazy because the spirits sit on them and they lose their mind. And it's one of the witnesses. It's one of the ways that we physically saw these two young ladies, uh, 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 you know, out of their mind and another spirit that they also talked about is the spirit uh, of uh of rape whereby girls before the age of 16 
they are being they are taken into rape because whenever they are these spirits whenever this witchcraft is being practiced so these people who practice witchcraft they sexually use young girls mostly they will still want to use girls who are virgin and they say that they are the ones that they want and sometimes they rape them as they go to practice witchcraft so they tell them to come in the midst of the night to to cleanse them in the spirit and when they go there they use them sexually and then at the end of the day they rape them and they end up having children it has been something like generational whereby girls and women are being raped and are being used in that way so everyone was celebrating about the coming of the church in this region and we thank god that we are taking the gospel into this region with pastor isaac we want your prayers and we have so many stories to tell about what we saw in this area mm. so praise i mean it breaks our heart to hear that but praise the lord that the light is coming to the darkness right so daniel we've been able to get you some finances you have located uh some land and tell us the story of that and the land owner and and what is the backdrop to that whole thing yeah thanks pastor mark yeah we we have been able to get the piece of land and uh, we are also going to be able to construct a church in this area and uh, but as we are talking we went to check on the land and uh, this is the land owner uh, this man told us gave us the story about this land and about this area he told us that uh, pastor daniel if you have come to plant a church here we praise god for that one is that the place has not been having any church two he said that uh, uh when you come in this place you are going to see with your eyes he said you are going to see things you've never seen he told us that, but if at all you are to bring a weak pastor in the spirit, please don't bring him here. Because at the end of the day, the area is not a good area because it's being covered by darkness. So he told me that, Pastor, I want you to bring a pastor who is very strong in the spirit because of the nature of the area. So he narrated the story to us and he told us that uh, he started showing us the mountains and he told us that, do you see that hill? That hill is, uh, it is part of their family land. And he told us that, uh, that uh, there is a place where a spirit by the names of Kasuku who took that land for free, one and a half acres of land. And he said that, uh, but I need my land back. But Kasuku came in and he took it over. So Kasuku means a parrot in English. The name Kasuku means a parrot. So Kasuku came and found these bushes, this forest. And he decided to go and have his camp in the midst of this forest. But when he took over the forest, he cannot allow anybody to either cut a tree out of this forest because he said that everything belongs to him but he confiscated this someone can ask himself 
Is Kasuku a human being? Kasuku is not a human being. Kasuku is a spirit. This spirit is being worshipped by the people in this area. You will never be able to see him physically because he is a ghost. So what Kasuku does is whenever he feels like he's thirsty, this is a true story. We are getting this story from the landowner who has a very huge piece of land in this area. So whenever Kasuku feels like he's thirsty, he will go and slaughter. He will go and suck blood out of the sheep, out of people's goats or cows, any animals that is, that is uh, domestic. So he will go and suck the blood and they will find the animal dead or the animals dead. Then they will not have anywhere to complain, but they will just say that has been killed by Kasuku. Probably he was thirsty. Probably he was hungry. But you will find out that animals are being killed in the night. And during daytime or in the morning, people will find their animals being killed. So this is how Kasuku is mistreating people. This is how Kasuku, the principality of this region, and this is how people honor him, respect him, and they don't even have anywhere to report because he's a ghost. So what this man was telling us, now he narrates the story to us, and he told us that when you bring a church on this piece of land, we are going to be delivered because Kasuku is mistreating people. So he started showing us that you see over there that there are some people who come in the night and dance around this area. And when they come, they come naked. And you'll only hear like bells, you know, like bells, uh, in the night, you hear some sound in the night and you'll know that these people have come. And when they come, you'll only hear in the spirit like you are not normal, you are not human being because you'll be taken away or you'll be taken up by these spirits and you lose your normal understanding out of this. So he was telling us more about that. And he gave us an example about his uncle who one time told people to go and cut a, a tree out of Kasuku's, you know, bushes, forest. And people told this uncle that you did a very big mistake of cutting this tree because the forest was taken up by Kasuku. So two days after the tree was cut, so they told us that the man died. We saw the graveyard for this man. And just a few weeks after that, the wind came and it roofed the house of this man. We found out that they had just roofed the house because the wind, a huge amount of wind came and it roofed the whole house. So everybody said, yes, we told him that he should not cut a tree from this forest. And now there is intimidation in the area. There is fear in the area. You cannot say any word about Kasuku. You cannot speak any word about Kasuku because they think that when you say something about him in the night, he will come in the spirit and he can be able to 
take your life or to take away all the money that you have or you'll make any other way of making you poor. And that is what people believe in this area. Wow. Mm. What a backdrop. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think of Jesus and what he said, I've come that you might have life and might have it abundantly, but that the enemy, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And just this whole area, generations, Daniel, no church, no presence of Christ, mm-hmm. and just being ravaged by evil spirits. And uh, wow, what a, what a privilege. Uh, the, the, the light exposing the darkness. And I, I just feel compelled to call our people to come around Pastor Isaac, to come around you, to pray for this work as it emerges. So where are things out right now, Daniel, with uh, the land is, is, is almost purchased, right? And how can we pray? You know, I mean, how can we come around this from the United States and just, well, certainly, but how can we, how can we pray specifically for all of this, Daniel? The land is going to be purchased like sun, like tomorrow, right? Or today, or when is it? On, yeah, on Monday. On Monday, that's... On Monday. Yeah, two days from now. Uh, we are now working on the land titles to make sure that uh, whatever is being bought is legitimate, is genuine. And on Monday, we shall be able to, to purchase the piece of land. Uh, our prayer points, one is like, uh, as this man was inviting us to go into this area, uh, you know, Pastor Isaac, even if he has been born in this area, but now getting this real story from the elderly man who has been on this land for years, telling us about this, we found out that Pastor Isaac, just within his spirit, felt like some kind of fear, like what will happen to my life, to his life. So he did prayers that he may be able to stand. And uh, even us, as being the leaders of church planting movement in the country, because when we start, we have to go there and help him start. We are going to be there for some time, for some days with him, so that uh, we give him courage, we give him comfort, and we establish him by setting up an open-air crusade. That's what we want to do. And then uh, so that we can raise awareness that Jesus has come into the area. And in this area, we expect to see hundreds of people coming to Christ because this is going to be our first crusade and it's going to be the first crusade in this area so we expect many people to come but surprisingly probably even many more will not even come because of the spirit of kasuko they can be hindered so we need prayers that as we shall be establishing this church let people be drawn by the power of god to come so that they can be able to hear the message and the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we shall be doing house-to-house evangelism, whereby we are going to be going into homes of people one-on-one. So we shall need God's protection because we are going to range a war between the spirit, between the, uh, there's going to be a war against these principalities. And we know that the devil is not happy about what's going to take place. So, 
the spirit of God is going to be fighting against the devil to take over the community and have it for Christ. So we still need prayers to be able to have this work be successful. We know, we believe that it's not going to be something easy. We know that there's going to be a lot of attacks from each and every area in the spirit that devil is going to, to, to want to fight against the work of the Lord. But we are more than conquerors, covered up by the precious blood of Jesus and by the grace of God. We are not going to be intimidated because we have Jesus within us and we have the Holy Spirit within us. So we know that God will help us, but we need prayers so that we may be strengthened in the spirit. And then uh, we shall also need prayers uh, whereby we shall need uh some more support as we do this open air crusade, which is going to be the first in this area. And we shall have to mobilize the people. We shall have to mobilize the community. We shall have to invite other people so that they come from different areas to be able to be witnesses of what the Lord is going to be doing. But we know uh, that uh, God is going to save. We know that shrines. This is what they told us, Pastor Mark. They told us that there is no single home in this area where they don't practice witchcraft. There is no single home in this area where they don't have a shrine. A shrine is a small house, mostly made of thatched grass. But in this shrine, this is where they practice voodoos. So they put in pots, they put in water, they put in local brew, they put in food, and they pretend that, that the demons, the ghosts, eat that food, and they drink, and they put in blood, that they drink blood, and they suck blood. So they put them in every, in every shrine. So they told us that each and every home that we saw, that they practice witchcraft behind their homes. So, Taking over this community will require God's presence and God's power and the spirit of God, the Lord to, to, you know, protection and guidance in the spirit so that we are able to overcome all these principalities. But we believe uh, that God is with us and he will always be with us. He will never forsake us. He will never fail us. Wow. Hallelujah. Daniel. I mean, I think uh, <laughs> there's so many thoughts that come to my mind, but I just praise the Lord, I mean, almost to tears because 360 Serve exists. And I know you live, Daniel, and God has put us together, all of us who are listening right now, for the purpose of taking the Great Commission to those, the gospel to those who have never heard. And you are going to an area that is so enshrined in darkness, like you've just described. And this is where the love of God, the heart of God most goes out for people who are distraught and downcast and and they have no shepherd. And so we know the power of God is going to go with you. But I, this is what we do uh, together. We go into the areas of darkness, the darkest areas, the most lost. Mm-hmm. This is the heart of God going for that one that has completely gone astray and has no hope, and yet the hope of God comes. You know, when I was thinking about 2 Corinthians 10, I just wanted to give this verse to you, Daniel. 
Right. That you would pass this on to Isaac on behalf of me and those who are listening right now. In in 2 Corinthians 10, uh, verse 4, it, it, and following, it says, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. Mm. Hallelujah for that. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Mm. The weapons that we go with, that you and Isaac and our prayers to demolish, literally demolish, wipe out strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. For generations, uh, there have been strongholds set up against the knowledge of God. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Mm. I just praise the Lord for, like you've been saying, like even the testimony of those that are welcoming uh, you, Daniel, and Pastor Isaac to that community. There's a remnant that's crying out to God. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. And so what a joy for us to come alongside and uh, pray for you and Erica and the movement and Isaac. How old is Isaac? And, uh, you know, how old is he, Daniel? I'm just trying to remember, but I think he's in his 30s. Yeah, yeah, he looked like that. And uh, Ali 30s. Yeah. So, listeners, you're my brothers and sisters. We're in this together. We're in this together. Uh, Pastor Daniel would not be doing this without you and we, and uh, and so we're in it. And so I want to uh, call you, as I call myself, to pray daily for Pastor Isaac, to pray daily for his family, to pray daily for uh, Pastor Daniel and this ongoing uh, work of God into this area of Uganda. So, Daniel, we love you. I, I thank the Lord. Is there anything else you want to say before uh, I just pray for you and commit this all into the Lord? Yes, thank you, Pastor Mark. Yeah, uh, actually, I still believe that uh, uh, that uh, we are going to plant more churches in this area. And uh, I have also been able to, I have some uh, some church planters in my church uh, where I have already shared with them this video that I showed you and uh, we have omitted ourselves to go and plant more churches. After planting Isaac's church, then we shall identify some other areas deep, deep into the area because we are called to go into the remotest. So I still believe that we are going to plant more churches in this region, Pastor Mark. And uh, this is where God is calling us at the time like this and uh, plenty of more churches in this area. And there are also some uh, other districts where such witchcraft is being practiced. And our goal this time around, after COVID-19, after the buildings open, the churches open in Uganda, our main goal is to go out and plant churches because this is what God has been telling us to do This is what the Lord has laid on my heart. Plant as many churches so that they can be more than shrines in the country of Uganda. So I don't care where the churches will be. And I'm not afraid of anything because I'm covered up by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And I I will go to the farthest. I will go to the farthest with my team and we shall be able to plant as many churches as we can in the land of Uganda. So need more prayers as we plant many more churches in my region, in my country, and we are ready 
to go to the remotest, regardless of whatever may come our way, but we are more than ready to go. Wow. Well, I love your vision, Daniel, because it's the vision of God. Uh, It's not Daniel's vision. This is the vision of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I will build my church. And uh, he loves these people. He loves this area. If you're listening to this and you want to help build a church, literally, physically, you know, it's about buying lots. Oftentimes, we'll plant house churches in areas where there are believers. Uh, You know, there are few believers here. And to bring in a church like this, to plant a church where a pastor will live and uh, is powerful, it, 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 it's the beginning of a movement in these areas. And so if God's speaking to you about that, you can send me an email, make contact here uh, with 360Serve and love to talk to you about that as other donors uh, have done so. This first church is just uh, being built by a dear uh, donor him and his wife have just moved by God and have provided the funds, and so we're so excited about that. But Daniel, thank you for just the whole story. Uh, wow. And uh, allow me to pray for you, brother, on this right now, okay? Okay, thank you. Let's join together. Yeah. Amen. Lord Jesus, we come together in your name. We thank you for Daniel's courage. It ministers to us. It kind of uh, causes, it moves us, Lord, to want to be courageous ourselves. But in your blood, under your blood, uh, you cover us, Lord. You call us. And wherever you call us to, you protect us, Lord Jesus. There's power in your name. Jesus, you came to seek and to save those who are lost. That's why you came. And that's what you've given us, Lord, the heart to go and seek and save those who are lost. We know we can't save anyone. It's your presence and your power and your word and your gospel that does that work. But we just right now, in your name, cover uh, (laughs) our brothers and sisters, Daniel and Erica and Isaac and his family and other church planners and this crusade that's going in and the purchasing of this lot, this land, and the building of this church and all that will be a part of it. We just put it into your hands. And like Daniel is saying, even other multiple churches that will come in and bring the gospel and bring salvation to hundreds and thousands of people that, as Daniel said, have shrines literally built in their backyard when they're worshiping demons. We pray for an amazing turning to Christ, a miracle, just miracles upon miracles, where you would transform this area for the glory of God and the testimony of your power and presence. So, Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, your blessing over it all, your power, your protection, your will to be done. And Lord, we're thrilled and honored to be part of this. And Lord, just lead us forward, I pray as well, even here as we're listening, as we're trusting you, as we're praying together, lifting up Daniel and this great work of God that's taking place in Uganda. We praise your name and ask this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Um, Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Mark. God bless you, Daniel, and uh, we're going to be keeping uh, our listeners aware of uh, this as well, and um, hallelujah. Thank you, Daniel, and and we'll continue to be uh, in touch and be talking as we walk by faith, one step at a time. Amen? Amen. Thank you so much for your support. Thanks so much for considering us to be part of what the Lord has called you to build in 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 around the world. God bless you, Daniel. We love you. We love you too. 
Well, what a story of what God is doing in Uganda and you, all of you are part of it. I just thank the Lord for the privilege that we have to come alongside what the Lord is doing all over the world and especially here in Uganda. If the Lord is speaking to you about being involved in what is taking place, especially in this unreached area, maybe you want to give toward these crusades to help them take place. Maybe you want to help literally plant, start a church in this unreached area. You can simply go to 360serve.org and give to where most needed and write in the comment line, Crusade or Church Planning Uganda. And we'll get those funds to help in this great opportunity to reach into this darkness and bring the light of the gospel into Uganda. Again, let's be praying for Pastor Daniel, Pastor Isaac, and all the church planters who are working in this area as you've heard this story unfold. Thank you so much again for being part of our 360 family. May the Lord bless you this day. 